Hi, I'm Brian. And I'm Michaela. And this is Drink the Movies. A podcast where each week we try to recreate a classic movie drink and discuss the movie that inspired it. Thanks for joining us. Now let's drink the movies. Well, hello and welcome to episode 150 of Drink the Movies. I'm Brian here as always with Michaela. Michaela, 150, that's quite the milestone and it makes sense that we would uh, hit such a monumental number uh, coming up on our, uh, you know, festive uh, holiday films because that's how we got started here on Drink the Movies with some uh, holiday films going all the way back to our very first episode of, what was it, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Was that number one? That, that uh, was so the first sense. one. Makes sense, 150. Uh, but this time, we're covering The Christmas Chronicles. Uh, now, a lot of these holiday films we've covered, um, you know, I've been pretty familiar with things that I watch every year. But Christmas Chronicles has not been a part of my annual rotation since it came out. What about you? Uh, what do you think about Christmas Chronicles, Michaela? So Christmas Chronicles was kind of the first Christmas movie that I remember showing up on Netflix being a Netflix film. And I was like, oh, gosh, it's another Hallmark Channel monstrosity is what I was worried about. And we we talk a lot of crap about uh, the Hallmark Christmas movies and and really there's no need for it. Like they, they, they serve a purpose. Everybody loves them. It's a girl who always goes to, she was in the big city. She has to go be in the middle of nowhere. She falls in love with a lumberjack. It happens. And it's, and there's a Christmas tree and there's someone comes in and sings a carol or two. It's great. Um, but I was worried when I first saw this and mm. I saw that Kurt Russell is playing Santa. And I was like, this is either going to be amazing or it's <laughs> going to be like the jingle all the way Arnold Schwarzenegger monstrosity. It's going to be really, really bad. Um, now, maybe that's your favorite film. Jingle I don't know. All the way is amazing. It's, okay. Whatever. Carry, um, carry on. But, carry on. <laughs> I'll just, yep. I'm alone. I'm alone in my, my principle there, but I was really scared. It came out in 2018. Uh, we saw it and now we see it every year. And we're going to talk about all the reasons why. Uh, but my son mm. loves it, loves it. And and I kind of I kind of love it, too. So, yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, I, I remember seeing this when it was coming out. And yeah, it seemed like Netflix was like gunning for that audience, right? Of like the Hallmark and the Lifetime movies. And they're like, we can do Christmas, too. And yeah, Kurt Russell was in it. I remember all the buzz uh, was about how much uh, people really liked Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. Uh uh, out there uh loved it loved his look loved the aesthetic of this new kurt russell uh santa claus you know he was bringing more uh jack burton <laughs> energy <laughs> to the to the role there that's a that's a deep cut for our big trouble in little china fans which we've talked about on the podcast before but yeah i remember hearing a lot about it but i just i just never watched it you know i was i was too busy watching you know it's a wonderful life and rudolph and you know charlie brown christmas all the all the all the classics i didn't have enough room in my heart for a new classic but maybe i have room in my heart for a new classic now i don't know we're gonna have to talk about it and find out to see what we think but you know what i think we need to do first michaela that is we need alcohol we need alcohol. Yeah, we have to infuse some vodka with some candy canes and mix up a cocktail. So we're going to do that and we'll be right back to chat about it. So, Brian, I don't know if you knew this, but reindeer love candy canes. They don't just love carrots. So if you're going to leave anything out for the the old St. Nicholas, um, I recommend some candy canes as well as carrots because, you know, the reindeer are doing all the work. Santa's just in a sleigh. They're, he, they're, they're the ones traveling all over the place, That's flying, you the know, they heroes. need some sugar. <laughs> <laughs> they're the real heroes. And we talked about, we talked about the real hero of Christmas, uh, gosh, last week with um, mm. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. But this, this, this Christmas um, cocktail calls for some candy cane, 
uh, vodka that you made, that I made, uh, mm-hmm. that yeah. we made. We didn't make it together. And so we're going to talk about all the things. This is a candy cane martini. And it's from, it comes to us from the website Boulder Locavore or Locavore. Yeah. I'm not really sure. <laughs> locavore, Lo- 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 locavore. It's like a carnivore, Lo- but but you're oh, it's, got uh, it. it's local. It's a local thing. Um, I like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we have to make our own candy cane vodka. Um, and that seemed fun. You could probably go out and buy like peppermint vodka, which would be the same thing, basically, pretty much. But I wanted to make my own. You wanted to make your own, and it's important to make your own because it's going to be nice and pink uh, when you're done with it. Uh, and it's really simple to do. So basically, take yourself a mason jar, uh, get yourself a handful of candy canes. Uh, you can use like the big full size candy cane. You could use like little ones. I got like the little ones, right? That are like individually wrapped. Um, and then I've been munching on the other like 98 of them that I got in, in the box for the last week. <laughs> as you do. Uh, as you do, as you do. Um, and you're going to take those. Go ahead and like crumble them up a little bit or put them in your jar and shake them to break them up into some little pieces. And then you're going to put in um, some regular vodka and some vanilla vodka. Um, if you have that, I actually just did straight, just regular vodka in mine. I think you did a little bit of a mix of uh, the the vanilla or some whipped cream vodka with yours um, and then just let that sit for like three or four days now it says in the article that you're gonna have to strain that but uh, i did not have to do that because my candy canes totally dissolved it was really weird mm. um kind of off-putting uh, to be honest but you're left with this this very like bright vibrant pink vodka that you can do with as you will yes uh yeah you definitely want to use um the white and Red candy canes. Don't use the other ones. They will not be pink. Like, It'll be don't this use like brown the smarties sludge. ones that they have now. Yeah, they have all kinds now. Starburst yeah, ones. Yeah, they do. All don't kinds. do that. Regular candy canes, people. Regular right. candy canes. And, you know, you use the small ones. I used the big ones. And I did notice that, I mean, they they only got down to the, we were down to the dregs, but they dissolved mostly. Um, maybe okay. it's because your yours were the smaller ones. So mm, I don't know if I should have broken mine into pieces. I, I don't, I don't quite understand that, but um yeah, so it, it does create a really beautiful pink uh, color, and it smells lovely. If you like peppermint, if you don't like peppermint, you're not going to like this. Just skip it. <laughs> just, okay? uh, just move along <laughs> to the movie. Don't. Yeah, don't uh, don't make this up. Uh, you you won't like it at all. But yeah, so take your take your candy cane vodka that you have now, um, and then you're gonna mix up a cocktail. You could do anything that you do with vodka here if you want some peppermint vodka put some in your coffee or some hot chocolate that would be delicious we uh talked about putting some in our eggnog that would be uh good as well but we're mixing up today the candy cane martini and it's pretty simple so uh what i did was into a shaker tin with some ice two ounces of the pre-made candy cane vodka a half ounce of creme de cacao you want to make sure to use the white creme de cacao the clear one not the brown one uh so a half ounce of that and then a dash or two of bitters uh, go ahead and shake that with some ice, strain it into a martini glass, and if you want to be extra fancy, go ahead and rim that with some crushed up candy cane. That's uh, the route I went on. It gives you a little bit more uh, candy cane flavor and aroma as you're drinking it, and then sip and enjoy. So, um, Michaela, I never really was concerned that this wasn't going to be good, but I didn't know how good it was going to be, but it was pretty good. As someone who likes peppermint, I really like that uh, kind of clean, cold uh, taste of a peppermint. Um, so I was, I was a big fan of this one. what do you think about it? I loved it. Um, so peppermint can be very strong for me. I don't like peppermint and chocolate together as much. So I was a little concerned that I was going to get this kind of white mm. chocolate. It was going to be too mouth Cody, but that did not happen at all. Um, and I think, um, the white cream to cacao really helps with that. Uh, with the lack of that is that it's, it's sweet, but it's not too sweet. I think, um, as you said, this is half 
when you're making the candy cane vodka, you're supposed to do half vodka uh, and half like vanilla vodka. I did half vodka and half whipped cream vodka because that's what I had. Um, and it was it was a bit on the sweet side, but I think the dashes of bitters um, pairs really mm -hmm. nicely with it. So what I did uh, after I had one and I thought that's a little sweet. I did a third dash of bitters and it suited just fine. It was just kind of evened it out a little bit for me. Um, I love this drink. It's beautiful. It's really easy to make once you do do the vodka, and it makes you feel like a like a like a total confectionery person, mm, right? Mm -hmm, um, yeah. Because you're you're like making this homemade thing, and it's super easy. I don't know. It was very Christmassy. I, I just loved it. Yeah, it's a it's a good one, and uh, definitely was easy to put together. Uh, it wasn't hard to make that infusion, uh, really at all. We've done a couple of those here throughout the uh, history of drink movies, and this was definitely one of the easier ones uh, we've put together. So let us know what you think about some candy cane martinis, or if you have any other good uses for some peppermint vodka. Let us know that. But for now, Michaela, what we need to do is let's mix up another one of these drinks and uh, take a quick break, and then we'll be right back to chat about this week's film, The Christmas Chronicles. Dear Santa, this is Kate Pierce. I've been really good this year. I do say bad words every now and then, but that's only when my brother Teddy makes fun of me and I lose my... I mean my temper. Let go, you're gonna break it! <laughs> Who cares? This camera's like 20 years old. I have to work. It's Christmas Eve. You're gonna stay home with your sister. We should make a video. Maybe we could get a shot of Santa Claus. You really have no clue, do you? Nobody's ever seen Santa Claus. Tell me you're getting this. Spoiler warning for the Christmas Chronicles. If you've not yet seen this film that came out in 2018, you should stop right now. You could go watch it. It's on Netflix. It's free if you have Netflix. Go watch it. Make yourself up some candy cane martinis. Watch this film and come back and we can chat about it because we're going to talk about all the things. That's right. So this was released in 2018 uh, on Netflix, as you mentioned, Michaela. We're going to talk about that a little bit more here in a second. Um, but it was directed by Clay Cadis, uh, who uh, had directed the Angry Birds film before this. But that was it. That was all of his uh, directing up into this mm. movie. He was a Disney animator prior to that. So I guess has a good feel for these uh, family movies, I suppose. And this one stars Darby Camp as Kate, our Christmas-believing younger sister to Teddy, who is played by Judah Lewis. The man, the myth, the legend himself, Santa Claus, is played by none other than Kurt Russell. So, Michaela, we talked a little bit about this in the lobby bar, a little bit at the top. But yeah, it seemed like Netflix was like gearing up to get into this uh this uh, Christmas Wars, as they're known here, where you yeah. have Hallmark and Lifetime battling out for eyeballs. Netflix seemed to be all on board. It seems like they've kind of fallen off of that train uh, since then. But this movie was a fairly big deal when it came out. It uh, it was. And, you know, again, I was very hesitant. I was like, this is either going to be amazing or it's going to be awful. And then I saw that Chris Columbus was the producer. Now, I don't know if mm -hmm. you know who Chris mm -hmm. Columbus is. I mean, yeah, I know you do. But listeners, if you don't know who Chris Columbus is, we can thank him for two of the best Christmas movies ever made. And that is Home Alone and Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. OK, which we've covered one of them. We covered one of them last Christmas. Um, it was a really fun, really fun cocktail, too. Uh, I don't know what episode number that is, but. Go look that up because <laughs> it's really fun. So I was really hoping that this was going to give me the same kind of family feel. Uh, there was going to be some adventure, some maybe crazy like teenage young kid hijinks in it. Um, and I have to say it didn't disappoint. Lots and lots and lots of uh, lots of little like vignette adventures that happen in this one. Um, and the animation, 
uh, of the elves we got to talk about because I think it is one of the best things I've seen in a really long time. Yeah, absolutely. The production quality here was really good. Netflix was throwing a lot of dollars um, at this to make sure that it was good. Obviously, you're spending some dollars to get uh, Kurt Russell there, but then just the way that it, it looked, and we're going to talk about a couple of those things that I really liked in watching this movie. And yeah, you know, Chris Columbus was was kind of at the helm. His production company, I think, was the ones who kind of picked the story up and did it. And then uh, Chris Columbus actually went on to direct the sequel uh, for this. But yeah, you mentioned Home Alone. Also, uh, you know, Mrs. Doubtfire, the couple of the Harry Potter films, Chris Columbus has has this uh, way of uh, getting family stories out there. So yeah, it's going to be going to be good. But I never had the opportunity to watch it until this week. So let's get into the movie a little bit here, Michaela, and see what we think about it uh, now. So the movie kind of starts off. There's a uh, there's like this family there having a nice uh, Christmas. There's some uh, babies being born, right? First, there's a little boy. His name is uh, Teddy. Uh, and then along comes uh, a new baby girl, uh, Teddy's sister. His sister, Kate, uh, is coming along. And they're spending these family Christmases together. It looks like a good time. We learn some important stuff. We learn that the reindeers uh, love to eat candy canes, not just carrots. That's important for later in the film. And yeah, we're having a really good time. And then until like, uh, nope, uh, here is a sad rock to your chest. Uh, your heart's going to hurt now because it turns out that uh, poor old dad did not make it. Firefighter, why this movie is so sad to start? Michaela, what are you doing to me? It, it is. I know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to give you a heart, Brian. Um, I, have I don't heart. think it's working it was because <laughs> it was broken. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, poor, uh, poor Doug. Doug is a firefighter, and we don't really know much about how it all happens, but we know he goes into a burning building, and something happens, and he does not come out. Um, and mm -hmm. obviously, the you know Teddy and Kate, uh, who he affectionately calls Katie Cat. And uh, their mom, uh, played by the beautiful Kimberly Williams Paisley, she looks exactly the same as she did in Father of the Bride in 1991. This is like 30 years later. I don't know how it's possible. You're a vampire. We all know it. Anyway, but she plays this mom. She's a nurse. She is doing her best to make ends meet and keep her kids happy. And, you know, Kate is sad, but she's kind of, you know, handling things outwardly a little bit better than uh, Teddy. Teddy has decided mm -hmm. to hang in with the wrong crowd. He's really angry, as you would be at 16 years old without your dad, right? It very um, just ang angry and snarky and uh, starting to live a life of crime, <laughs> yeah, living a life of crime. Uh, absolutely. Uh, getting around there. Um, I like we're introduced to kind of like the adult versions of the the kids of the adult version, like the grown up versions of these kids. You got Kate there, who I guess is like 11 years old, supposed to be. And she's talking into a video camera. It's pretty funny. She's like, I, you know, try. I was as good as I could this year. And I don't swear uh, that much only when I really have to and stuff. Her brother comes in and throws a shoe at her, uh, which is pretty ridiculous. But yeah, she's making all these uh, these videos there uh, on this little camcorder that we'd seen kind of earlier in the film that her dad was using uh, on a side. I had that same uh, camcorder. So that's pretty, pretty fun. And yeah, she's going to basically be the documentarian uh, for this. And I guess the original kind of pitch for this story uh, that uh, the producers found was this was going to be like a found footage uh, kind of movie like Blair Witch uh, except for Christmas uh, which sounds uh, sounds pretty good I would like to see something a little bit more of that but yeah she's going to be documenting this whole time and you know she's uh, documenting all sorts of stuff she's documenting uh, her letter to Santa Claus she's documenting her brother and his friend stealing a car um, and now she wants to document Santa Claus and the only way to get her brother on the hook is say uh, you know what I have this evidence of you doing some bad stuff I'll turn that over to you if you help me find Santa Claus maybe we can reclaim some of this uh this family magic that we have right that yeah. uh, all went away when our dad died 
sad. Yeah. Why are so sad all these Christmas movies? They are. They are. They, they, you have to have sad in order to have joy. We can talk about it. But it's Christmas Eve uh, and Claire, um, which is the mom, uh, she gets called away to fill in for a co-worker. And so Teddy and Kate, they're by themselves. And that's when Kate's like, hey, let's create this like Santa trap. And we're going to videotape and, you know, they they have all of these goodies, like vats of ice cream. And Teddy's mm, like, this mm-hmm. is going to be awesome. And they kind of they kind of have a, a good talk. Right. But they both fall asleep and then they hear the bells jingle. Teddy, Teddy, Teddy. What? He's here. Who? Santa. He's gone. You're kidding, right? He's on the roof. Let's go. And Kate goes and starts to try and look uh, through the like this, this little hole that they put in the, the wall. And they see that Santa is real and he's there. Um, but it doesn't go to plan. They decide to go ahead and try and follow Santa because they're like, oh, my gosh, we need to get more footage. We need to get better footage. It's it is kind of like the Blair Witch Project, because once you start videotaping the the crazy it it it. It never goes well. We should all listen yep. to both of those lessons. You you can't stop. You can't stop. Yeah, I really like um the way they set up the house. It's got like the it's got like the little tripwire on there with the jingle bells. That's good. She's put like Kate's put like a uh, like flower down in front of the mm-hmm. fireplace so she can see um if he's made any uh, footsteps in there. Um and the the whole reason this gets started right. She's looking back at the family's Christmas videos and she sees like a like a mystery like hand like reaching in and putting uh Christmas uh package down there under the tree. So she wants she wants to bust Santa Claus. And yeah, the setup is pretty good. They uh, Teddy brings in like nine hundred dollars worth of junk food uh, that they're there and they eat uh, and fall asleep before Santa gets there at like 10 o'clock at night. That's pretty it's pretty early for a 16 year old Teddy to be falling asleep, I will say. Uh, but that's OK. That's OK. Um, so they're going to run outside. They're going to find Santa Claus there. They see him like hopping like roof to roof like this, like a uh, spirited uh, sort of red blur going. Uh, but, you know, big, uh, big ticket item right here, Michaela. We've got Santa's sleigh and reindeers just hovering above the street. Tell me you're getting this. Oh. Yeah, right. And I think Santa's sleigh looks so cool in this movie. It's more beautiful than I ever imagined. Yeah, Santa's, Santa's sleigh looks amazing. The reindeer actually look pretty good. Look um, good, look good. They look all right. Um, and so they decide that they're going to try and ride in a sleigh and get a closer look. Uh, that's a mistake. That's a mistake because <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Santa Kate, like, is jumps, not like, used across to anybody the else. Like a maniac. <laughs> to get in there <laughs> she's like let's do it so they get in this they get in the sleigh they get in the back they're like oh my gosh where they've got this big bag right and um santa santa's not used to people being behind him so when he Very finally notices yeah. that there are people he screams the he like veers to the left veers to the right he loses his hat um they end up somewhere near chicago um thousands mm. of miles away the sleigh breaks down the reindeer scatter and the bag of his presence is gone and santa kind of stands up and he's like well hello kids what have you done and <laughs> it's kurt russell as santa santa claus live and in person one night only. We got to talk a little bit about Kurt Russell. He gets a lot of flack for not being like a like a serious actor in the sense that he plays himself 
uh, or mm. or the same character every single movie he's in. And I mean, and if I was thing. Kurt Russell, I would just always act like Kurt Russell, I suppose. Right. I mean, he's basically the cute, coolest human on the planet. I mean, what what's wrong with that? Um, and I have to say, I love it. I don't mind it. Like, I love him in everything he does. I loved him in Overboard. I loved him in Captain Ron. I loved him in Big Trouble in Little China. And it is basically a Jack Burton Santa Claus. And it's so great. Um, first thing he says is, I'm not this big fat person. I'm magical. So, of course, I get to look like, like a normal person. But everybody else thinks I'm fat. Why? Because I'm not a big fat slob? No, no. I, I didn't mean it that way. Oh, that's okay, Kate. Guess it's understandable. I mean, who can eat millions of cookies in one night and not get fat, right? Well, I can. This is not fair. Fake news. I love that. He, he doesn't um, say ho, ho, ho. That's right. He doesn't say ho, ho, ho. Um, but he loses his hat and he's like, guys, we've really screwed up. Like, I need to get my hat. I need to get, we need to get the reindeer back. What are we going to do? And uh, they're thousands of miles from home, so they can't really go home. Uh, so they decide they're going to try and help Santa reclaim all his stuff. And so that's like the first adventure is going into a bar on Christmas Eve and trying to get help, maybe a taxi or, um, I don't know, an Uber. Yeah, yeah an Uber, him. yeah, the the uh, the hostess wants him to wants to help him get an Uber. Yeah, I love that. Uh, yeah, they he crashes and he's lost all of like the the key things, right? Like the reindeer got away, the Christmas present bag got dropped, and he lost his hat. So he lost like all the all the things that Santa Claus needs to do as Santa Claus uh, stuff for sure. And they go to that bar. It's called like Nick's Place, I think, right? Like Saint like Saint Nick's. It's like an Irish bar. He goes in. Um, and one of my favorite parts about this movie then is that Santa Claus knows everyone right like it's his job to know uh who all these people are and what they want for christmas so he just goes in and he starts uh talking to like the the hostess there at the at the restaurant's bar um you know and talking about what she wants for christmas and you know going around trying to get help from all these people and uh you know very uh very i guess if someone came up to me and like knew who i was and what i wanted for christmas when i was a little kid uh i might be a little uh put off by that too uh being like what is going on with this individual mm. but yeah not able to find any help but they are able to find uh one of the uh the the bartender guy the bouncer, i don't know yeah. who he was working at the bar uh this this big burly guy uh who had stolen a car and they decide that teddy is going to turn back to his life of crime to steal this car back and that's how they're going to get around the city of chicago so they uh get themselves a pretty sweet ride and are off on their adventure to reclaim all this stuff yeah no, and I, I love this chasing because the cops start chasing them. Um, and we see these two characters, uh, Dave Paveda, Mikey Jameson, um, played by, I'm going to say his name wrong, Lamorne, Lamorne Morris, who's hilarious, and Martin Roach. Um, so both of them are like chasing after things. They're, they don't believe for a minute that Santa is Santa until one of them sees the reindeer like take flight. And he's like, oh, oh dude it is santa and the other one's like absolutely not it's not santa um i love this so the 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 T teddy has is out of the car they're arresting santa they're going to bring him to the station and he, santa's got this little thing in his bag or in his uh like up his sleeve and it's like this orb that glows and he says hey you teddy you need to get on the reindeer you need to figure out a way to uh follow this orb thing it's going to tell you where the pack is where my santa bag is and you got to find the elves and you can fix the sleigh and uh don't worry about me and so teddy like takes a run for it he jumps on comet or cupid or donner and they 
fly into the air and Kate is on the back as well. And it's like super cool. Um, it's a great scene. They're just having the best fun. And I want to talk a little bit about the uh, evening sky because there's a lot of sweeping shots where they show them mm, in mm -hmm, all of the mm -hmm. different night skies, whether they're in Paris or Tokyo or Chicago. And I think that those are some of the most beautiful shots that I've ever seen. I don't know how they did it. I'm sure they used some sort of CGI, but it almost looks like they also did some like back panels um, that were actually like hand painted because they're just beautifully done mm -hmm. and really peaceful. But then there's a part where they're going through like a thunderstorm and that looks really cool. And I really love that, that they kind of created this um, really realistic earth-like experience for these kids to go through because it's not always snowing. It's not always like this white winter wonderland no, where they, depending on where they go. And I really like that they showed that. Yeah, it does look really good, um, especially like the uh, the top like street down uh, views in Chicago. I don't know if they're doing those with with like a drone or just from the top of very tall buildings within Chicago. But but yeah, it, it looks really great. And then um, you have the big kind of kind of chasing there with the car and then also, you know, bringing in the deer, as you mentioned, the reindeer there. You know, Kate is going to go and uh, get the reindeer. They're very scared. Uh, I don't like these little skittish reindeer. Uh, that's OK, because Kate has a pocket full of candy canes. I think Santa Claus had used tried to use those to like pay for a taxi or something or was going to like offer them up for an Uber or something um, there at the at the bar. So she takes them and uh, that's how she gets the uh, reindeer afoot. And then, yeah, the two kids are off on their adventure. But bad news for Santa Claus, uh, he's getting sent to jail because uh, what is it? The uh, the one police officer there does not buy the story. Freddie is like, nah, not buying the story. So I really like the scene then uh, you get Santa Claus in jail and he's like sitting at like the little like uh, interview room table there and he just starts pulling out presents including some sweet vintage star wars toys and uh showing them to freddie and is like hey these were the things that you wanted as a kid and but you know freddie freddie is kind of buying it a little bit but still pretty skeptical of santa claus but santa claus makes a prophecy uh, that's about to come true he says listen guy if you don't let me out of here uh people aren't going to get their christmas presents uh christmas cheer is going to dwindle and you're about to have a real long day uh here of crime and sadness uh in the city of chicago and all around the world and uh, Freddy finds that out, right? He goes out into the lobby and there are a bunch of people and there are a bunch of people going into the slammer, including some rock stars that are going to help uh, Kurt Russell sing a song. <laughs> now, ladies, let's get this party started. Yeah, I mean, it's a Christmas movie, so it had to have some sort of song musical content in it. I really love the way that they did this. It could have been a lot hokier. It, it might have been it. it might have been better. I don't know. I think Kurt Russell does a great job. His voice is great. There's a part where he he like is alluding to a piano and then there's this big red piano and he's playing it. Um, Gus Stephen Van Zant is there and he's uh, gets this guitar that he's that he wanted in yeah. like 1971 from, and from the East. That's really band. cool. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. really cool. I think I think there is um uh, another like a uh, another woman i think it's um bruce springsteen's wife is actually one oh. of the singers um okay. there there's these three singers and then there's this blonde chick off to the side and i think that's her i could be wrong um there are only a couple of shots of her but i'm like hey she looks really familiar and that's who i think it is uh if you know tell me because i looked it up and i couldn't i couldn't find it but um i really like this part because they're taking all of these inmates and they're like normal like humanizing them. And they're all kind of singing these songs, talking about Christmas. And that's really kind of fun as they're, you know, we're 
also seeing the adventures of poor Kate and and Teddy. <laughs> Kate Kate's get gets inside. Uh, they find the bag of toys, uh, and then Kate gets like sucked into the bag, and Teddy loses his mind. He's like, "Oh my god!" And you know, they're in the middle of downtown Chicago in like this really scary park, and these people are these kind of thug looking guys are there that are like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take this." bag and he's like you can't have the bag it's my sister my sister's in the bag and and meanwhile kate gets like transported to the toy making center of the north pole which looks amazing and he goes she goes into this kind of letter hall of fame and she gets to see that uh where all the letters are and all the video like letters are and all of the postcards are where people are asking for santa for things and things like that and that's really cool um yeah. and she gets to meet all the elves the north pole section is pretty cool yeah so the the kids are on their adventure right so they find santa's bag kate goes in and gets transported to the north pole uh to go recruit the elves the elves i guess can help uh santa claus get his hat back right so they've got the reindeer check they've got the bag of toys check now they just need to get the elves who can get santa his magic hat uh back and kate's going to go and recruit them um after yeah she goes through a little bit of santa stuff and figures out the way that santa works um one of my favorite parts about uh this movie and uh some other christmas movies like Polar Express and things when the movie tries to to kind of explain or like realize like how Santa does like Santa Claus stuff because we all know that Santa is absolutely real but we don't know uh, how Santa does what Santa does in one night so I really like it when movies uh, try to kind of like examine that and this movie does a really good job of you know between him like like basically like vaporizing between like chimney to chimney like going super fast they've also got like this like warp tunnel kind of thing that he can like trans navigate like the globe uh, you know in like the the matter of seconds like getting around so I thought that that stuff was really cool and then yeah the North Pole section looks really cool uh, she picks up a remote um, and flips it on and it's all these kids who have sent in uh christmas videos to santa claus i guarantee michaela tears up every time that happens uh, and kate sees herself there on that even though teddy has said you know santa doesn't watch videos right you have to write him a handwritten letter and we find out that that is what teddy had done right so even though teddy is a non-believer uh he had written to santa claus one last one last gasp here uh to to try to get something a christmas wish uh granted but we don't find out what that is right now uh for sure because adventure awaits uh because we've got all these uh christmas elves uh they're kind of they have a fun little design right they don't look like little people but they look like kind of like little like like cats like kung fu panda no, cats or something no, kind of sort of they they sort of, look like of. wise little baby things they're so no. cute and they, they speak they're elvish. kind of cute they do and speak elvish they are oh cute. there's lars and he's like lars <laughs> what's your name and he lars. eats, eats, eats ten thousand candy canes lars no no says. that's the other one that's the other one well that's like Vindelflock or something and he's like oh mm. i just love my candy canes and it's all stick <laughs> like he creates this super sticky book oh there but it's, they're so cute gross. they're all they're cute. so cute they the design of them looks pretty good good job netflix uh the budget yeah. was pretty well spent on those i thought that they looked yeah. pretty good but they do but they will rip your face off if you're will. not uh good to them so it's so funny when kate gets there and they tie her up and they're like ha ah! <laughs> and she's like christmas must endure santa told me and then they were all they all get her attention and they're like christmas must endure he said christmas must endure <gasps> christmas must endure and so they end up coming out of the pack because they're all in the pack they're all in that 
sack, that infinity sack thing. Mm -hmm. It's like Mm -hmm. the TARDIS. It's way bigger on the inside. And so when um, Teddy is in the real world and he's about to get put in like the oven or get killed or whatever by these total crime bosses um, that they end up coming out of the bag and uh, they almost get Teddy. They get all the others, but they almost (laughs) get Teddy. And then (laughs) Kate finally comes out and she's like, he's with me. He's about ready to take like a chainsaw to the crotch of Teddy. That was bad. That's bad news. (laughs) Um, I didn't, this, this was, was kind of fun, right? Because the, the little elves, you know, beat up these, uh, these bad guys is, is kind of an aside. I don't know that I necessarily uh, needed in the film uh, to be honest, but it is pretty fun. It's kind of, kind of fun there. So yeah, that's, that's all three uh, checks done for the kids, right? So we've got Santa's bag. We've got Santa's uh, reindeer and we've got Santa's hat. Now we've got the elves uh, back there. So they're going to go bust Santa out. So of course, uh, I think it's Lars there that breaks into the, into the prison cell and gives him his hat and then Santa you know kind of evaporates up just like we've seen him going like house to house so he gets out of the uh out of there but yeah, he reunites with the kids right so all of the all of the elves are there and he's like he's like well uh you did good kids but too bad you are you ruined ruined Christmas we don't have enough time uh anymore uh Christmas canceled uh now don't worry about it uh, I guess you know the world's gonna implode or whatever happens if Christmas doesn't happen uh it's gonna be bad but luckily you know Kate and Teddy now uh Teddy has come on board as a full believer uh again and they're going to offer to help Santa Claus set things right so they have uh, just a couple of minutes like a half hour or something to deliver presents all around the world and they say you know you're just one man Santa you can do this in one night but if you have of all three of us doing it we could probably do it uh in no time at all and that is what happens that is what happens um again there's so many details that i love so santa's checking his list twice um and of course because finnoflocken uh or whatever his name grindaflock uh, has eaten a candy cane. They, they a page gets stuck, and they missed one kid uh, who I think is in Mexico City, and he wanted um, he wanted a skateboard or he wanted a snowboard, and so they go down real quick and they get the snowboard. They have like two seconds left, and uh, she, she he or she comes down and sees Santa's right there, and it's so cool. Um, and it's those moments that like you remember as a kid where you know you you came down and you feel like you just missed him, like he just he just got there, and um, it's so it's it's really fun, but they end up getting back uh, saving Christmas. They do all of that. They end up getting back to Lowell, Massachusetts, which is where they live, um, just in time for their mom to come home. And so they say goodbye. They say goodbye to Santa, and it's really it's really neat because it's at that moment that they realize that Santa actually didn't need his hat. He didn't need his toys. He didn't need the reindeer. Like he could have gotten all of that on his own, and he probably knew. He probably knew that they were going to get in the in the back of the sleigh all along. Um, but his gift to them was each other and figuring things out together and realizing that their dad might not be alive anymore, but they'll always have themselves and they'll always have each other. And um, it really kind of recreates that bond together that had been really missing. And it makes b- them both realize the true meaning of Christmas isn't the things that you get, but it's the love that you share. 
That's right. It is the love that you share. Um, but he is going to give them a couple of gifts, right, to uh, wrap this film up. They go back inside and, you know, Claire, the mom, had asked Teddy to decorate uh, for Christmas. So they go inside and it's decorated uh, to the nines. I think she says it's just like just like how dad would decorate it or just uh, Kate says that something like that. So that's that's very sad. And then they then they look. There's a couple of uh, presents under their tree from Santa Claus. So Kate opens hers. That's the skateboard that she was asking for in the video she was uh, recording earlier in the film. And then uh, Teddy opens his box and we found out uh, kind of along the way here that letter that Teddy had written. Uh, Teddy had asked Santa for you know one last chance to to talk to his dad. He's like, I don't know if you can do this, Santa Claus, but I'd really like to have one more opportunity to talk to my dad. My life is going astray. That's that's bad. Um, I just need to be able to talk to him one more time. If you if you can help me with that, and he gets a he gets a box from Santa and has a little note in there, and it says, I can't. That's, you know, beyond my abilities as Santa Claus to do something like that. Uh, but maybe this will help. And uh, he gives him an ornament and Kate says, oh, there's a place on the tree that that would be perfect. So uh, Teddy gets up and hangs it up and he's kind of looking at his reflection. He kind of morphs into his dad, right? I think it's supposed to be like metaphorical. He can see uh, his father in himself and, you know, is able to to kind of say goodbye uh, to his stance. So Michaela's uh, going to start tearing up again here, no doubt, when, when he sees his dad there again. Why are these Christmas movies? be so sad um and that is how it ends all is well that ends well uh you know for our kids anyway santa claus is back he's back to work i love it so much he's back at the north pole he's sitting there he's uh reading over some stuff you know making some uh check marks on his list and at the time we didn't know christmas chronicles 2 was going to come about but mrs claus walks out she looks just as bad to the bone as uh, Kurt Russell's Santa Claus does, because it's none other than Santa Claus's actual real wife, uh, Goldie Hawn there uh, coming in to play uh, Mrs. Claus. And that's pretty great. That's pretty, that's great. pretty great. It is pretty great. She, she's, she comes in and she's, she's got some wood. She looks amazing. She's like a hottest Mrs. Claus in the world, by the way. And what is she, I don't even know how old they are. They look amazing. And she's like, yeah, so how did it go? And I heard from the elves that, you know, there was a car chase and, and maybe maybe we ruined the sleigh. And he says, yeah, um, there's no need to lose your head. And she was like, oh, yeah, except except you didn't lose your head. You lost your hat. And she kind of winks because she she has she she knows women. know. we all know <laughs> we're going to find out. OK, that's the story there. But she says, hey, do you want to watch It's a Wonderful Life, which is Brian's favorite film? She says, do you want to watch Rudolph, which is one of my favorite films? And he's like, no. Uh, I got a great idea. And he pulls out from his pocket the like the the little cassette, eight millimeter cassette tape thing that they made in the 90s <laughs> mm -hmm, <laughs> um, mm -hmm, when mm -hmm. we had video recordings. Right. Because he wasn't going to let Kate keep the evidence that Santa Claus existed because the magic uh, is is all about the faith that you have and not being able to see it and, and believing it instead. Um, but he, he was like, I got an idea. Let's watch this. And so that's kind of how it ends. Um, and it's amazing and it sets it up so nicely for a sequel uh, which is great it does yeah it does uh, it does a good marvel job there of uh, setting up a sequel for sure and uh, we're going to get the sequel in i think 2020 was when christmas chronicles 2 came out uh, but yeah that is that is christmas chronicles and like i mentioned michael i had not watched it until uh just a couple of days ago to get ready for the podcast so it's still pretty uh fresh in my mind for sure you mentioned that you watched it every year but uh there was some stuff that i really liked in this one um i i really really liked i thought the best part of the movie uh to be honest was uh the the girl what was her name her name was uh uh kate that's played by uh darby camp i thought she was excellent um in the role of course kurt russell is really good the uh 
uh, his, his line delivery, like you said, he's, he's just like the, the Kurt Russell of Santa Claus is that's exactly, exactly what he was. And, uh, that was pretty fun. Uh, Teddy, uh, he, he was okay. Uh, he's, he's starting to get on my nerves a little bit until he found his Christmas spirits. Uh, get, get on with the Teddy, stop stealing cars, uh, be good. But I thought that this was, this was pretty good. It was a fun movie. Uh, it was a fun time. And like I said, I really liked kind of the, the exploration of all the things that Santa Claus needs to operate, uh, you know, within within the world. I really like that. And I really liked that Santa Claus didn't act all mysterious. You know, normally when stuff like this happens, right, some people find Santa Claus or, uh, you know, stumble across Santa Claus. Santa Claus tries to be all secretive and not be seen, but not Kurt Russell Santa Claus. He's just waltzing into bars, talking to everyone, doesn't care if people see him. Love that. Yeah. Yeah, love it because he probably knows they're not going to believe him anyway. I mean, one of the one of my favorite scenes is what he does for one of the police officers, right? Who is the one that is a staunch disbeliever. He's like, "Look, you're either you have mental illness or you, something. Like, you you are not Santa Claus. I know you're not Santa Claus." And he, you know, and Kurt Russell Santa, you know, he pulls out all of these things from his from his. Uh, jacket from his coat and he's like this is what you wanted when you were six and this is what you wanted when you were seven and he still is like no you're not santa claus i don't believe you and uh but he gives santa or santa gives him this really amazing gift of of his ex-wife calling him up and maybe having a chat um because he knows that at the end of the day that is really what he wants the most um even if he probably didn't ask santa for it and that's that's the other thing right teddy teddy uh was had a really rough year losing his dad, but he still, you know, believed enough to put in a letter and and he had the opportunity to try and ruin his sister's belief in Santa at the beginning of the film and he doesn't mm -hmm, do it. Mm -hmm, he mm -hmm, does yeah. almost kill her fish. And that's not cool. I really it really <laughs> bothers cool. me to see that scene every like time. Shoot, throws a shoe at her head. But yeah, yeah it doesn't uh, doesn't spill doesn't spill the but beans. But he doesn't spill the beans because he knows uh and there are no beans to spill because Santa's totally real, but he doesn't try to ruin it uh for her, even though it might make him feel better to for a second to bring her to a level of unhappiness of where he is. Uh he doesn't do it because he is he is actually uh, a true believer in the end. And that's really cool. I, I don't know, Brian, now that you've seen this, I I'd like to get your view. I mean, is it gonna make your 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 Christmas list next year? What do you I think? I don't know. I don't know. I, there's there's movies, obviously, that we all kind of hold dear to ourselves that we definitely, you know, watch every year. And this this movie was was good enough, I think, to go into a rotation. I don't know if this is something that I would necessarily watch every year, but every couple of years or if this was on. Right. Like if we were hanging out, you know, the nieces and nephews and wanted to put something on, uh, I think that this would be a really good pick. And, and yeah, it was really fun. I really love kind of this the portrayal of Santa Claus here within the movie. I liked uh, kind of the interactions with kids, which sometimes I can be kind of hot or cold on, you know, depending on how that's played off. But I really like that. I really like the setting of Chicago. I don't know if that was done uh, because it was being produced by Chris Columbus. Although I think the film was actually filmed in Toronto, but uh, Home Alone set in Chicago. They're just outside of Chicago. So I don't know if that had uh, ties back to that as to why that's where they, they ended up in the world. But yeah, I loved all the, all the, the, Christmas Santa Claus stuff, the way the the sleigh flew. I loved the way that the reindeer looked. I thought that they looked really good. Um, you know, obviously they're they're not real uh, reindeer, obviously, but um, I thought that they looked really good. I thought that the elves looked looked pretty good. They were they were kind of fun uh, there in the film. So yeah, I don't know. Thought it was pretty good. So good. Yeah. Awesome, listeners. What did y'all think? Um, have you seen this? 
Do you like it? Is it something they did? They did bring out a Christmas Chronicles two, in my opinion, not as good as Christmas Chronicles one, but mm-hmm. covers some different issues with the with the, with the whole Pierce family. Um, that is kind of interesting. Um, but we get to see a lot more Goldie Hawn, so that's also really cool. We'll 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 maybe get, tackle that another Christmas. But uh, what are what are your thoughts? Uh, what are your thoughts about this amazing peppermint martini, candy cane martini? Uh, was it candy cane enough for you? It probably was. Uh, I we want to hear all of the thoughts about the movie and the cocktail. Absolutely. Yeah. We want to hear uh, what you thought about the movie, what you thought about the cocktail and what you're getting up to uh, this final week of the holiday season. If there's any films we haven't covered that you watch every year, let us know that because we need to get some uh, holiday classics on the schedule for next year. It's, it's never too late. You have to be planning for Christmas. It's like a year round thing uh, to get ready for it. So let us know all that stuff. You can do it on our social medias. It's at drink the movies on Instagram and X and threads and blue sky and facebook.com slash drink the movies. So you can go to our website, www www.drinkthemovies.com that's where we have uh, pictures of our cocktails episode recaps recipes uh, other stuff all those things go to the website you can find that uh, you can also find the link to our patreon it's patreon.com slash drink the movies we've got bonus content there uh, cocktail chats uh, bonus uh, film reviews just times we hang out to access to the discord server all that stuff you can find that again on our patreon patreon.com slash drink the movies go there and we definitely appreciate our patrons very very much so thank you to all of them uh michaela we do two drops a week here people need to make sure they are finding out when those happen uh, so where can they do that you can find us on apple Podcasts, spotify good pods anywhere where spotify podcasts are supported and distributed um if you're hearing us right now i bet you're listening to us on something that has a subscribe button uh so press that button if you're liking what you're hearing if you're really liking what you're hearing leave us a five-star review tell your friends share us on this all the social media um we are really excited to be able and grateful to be able to talk about movies and cocktails and music and all sorts of art forms um, around alcohol. (laughs) It's like our favorite thing. Um, At least it's my favorite thing, hanging out with Brian, doing this. Uh, We can't do it without y'all. So thank you so much for all of those of you who have been part of the community, who are part of our Discord channel. Um, We love talking with our listeners. We'd love to talk more to you. So do that. Do that indeed. Yeah. Thank you so much to everyone who's done that. And we hope everyone out there has a uh, safe and happy holidays, however you're celebrating. Uh, Stay tuned. No lobby bar coming this week, but we're going to have a special uh, drink the movies slash drink the music uh, special presentation. We're going to talk about our own kind of Christmas traditions, uh, favorite Christmas drinks, and uh, do a little bit of a playlist made out of the soundtracks of the films we've covered so far on drink the movies. So look forward to that probably dropping on Sunday. So make sure you get subscribed to the podcast and get that. And then next week, we're going to be uh, taking a turn down the chocolate covered road to talk about Wonka. Uh, So looking forward to that as well. So uh, I don't know, Michaela watching Christmas Chronicles. It really got me in the spirit. Uh, to make sure that I'm on the the nice list because Santa seems like he knows exactly what you want. Uh, and that's the that's the kind of friend you need right there for sure. So uh, I'm going to go do that. I'm going to go do some goodwill towards men and uh, mix up another one of these cocktails. I think that'll get some goodwill uh, with you. So thanks for joining in and we'll talk to everyone next time on Drink, Drink the, the Movies. movies. Yeah, like the first like five minutes of the movie. I'm like, oh, this is nice. Oh, dad's dead. <laughs> Oh, Brian. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. That's okay. Good, no, all, it says the person all, whose favorite. It all turned out. Your favorite movie is It's a Wonderful Life. You can't get more sad than that. I mean, come on. He didn't die. He, he just almost got died. To, he just got to experience a world where he 
didn't live. <laughs> like, never existed. <laughs> yeah, that's less sad. See, no one can be sad if you never existed. Christmas Chronicles, give it a watch. It was fun. It was good.